Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is the Dance of Persephone. This story was written by Yanina Vigers and is based on a myth from ancient Greece. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller Chip Cahoon. This is part one, the start of the fun. So, with a wink and a grin, let us begin. In a time long before now, the gods lived at the top of the highest mountain in Greece. The mountain was called Mount Olympus, and the king of the gods was Zeus. As well as looking after all the gods, Zeus had the important job of making clouds full of rain so that plants could grow. These plants provided food for the people and animals of the world. Delicious foods like grapes, gooseberries, barley, and pomegranates. But Zeus couldn't leave Mount Olympus for very long; he had to rule the gods. So he passed the clouds to his sister Demeter, so she could take them to all the farms and food in the world. Demeter didn't just take the clouds to the plants and leave them there, though; she also moved them around so the sun could shine between them. Demeter knew that plants needed more than just water to grow; they needed light and warmth too. By letting the sun's beams land on them, Demeter helped the plants to grow as sweet as could be. Demeter loved her job, but there was one thing she loved more—her dear daughter Persephone. <laughs> Together, they would dance and sing in the meadows. Muere sans grapes. Muere sans gooseberries, muere sans barley, muere sans pomegranates, muere sans story time. When it's time for bed, singing a do up a do up a do up a do. Demeter cared for her daughter and loved her with all her heart. She wished she could spend all her time with Persephone and never need to go anywhere else. But of course. Demeter would have to go to work. While she travelled around with the clouds, Demeter asked the sun to keep an eye on Persephone. At the start of this story, Persephone was gathering flowers in the meadow with her friends Artemis and Pallas. They were having lots of fun making daisy chains to wear in their hair, and Persephone was teaching her friends the song that she sang with her mother. Muere sans grapes, muere sans gooseberries, muere sans barley, muere sans pomegranates, muere sans story time. When it's time for bed, singing a do up a do up a do up a do. Suddenly, the earth rumbled, and a huge hole appeared. Out from the hole climbed Hades, king of the underworld, the place people went to after they died. Hades was the brother of Zeus. Living in the underworld meant he wasn't 
really supposed to go up to the world? Walking under the sky would fill his body with the horriblest pain. But Persephone's voice was so clear that Hades had heard it all the way down on his throne in the underworld. He thought a lovely voice like that had to belong to a lovely person, and he wanted to see her. So he decided to endure the pain and go up to the meadows. Now he saw her. Hades knew he was right. Persephone was lovely. Hades decided she had to be his wife and become queen of the underworld. Because Persephone lived in the world, it was the law that Hades had to ask his brother Zeus if he could marry Persephone. So that's what Hades did straight away. Zeus was pleased to see his brother looking happy, and agreed that Hades could marry Persephone, on one condition. Hades had to take very good care of Persephone. With all his heart, Hades promised to take good care of her. Since Zeus had given permission, there was only one more person Hades wanted to say yes: Persephone. He went straight back to the meadows and asked Persephone to be his queen. Persephone was quite surprised. She didn't really want to stop playing in the beautiful meadow, but she really liked the idea of being a queen. And when Hades promised there would be even more wonderful places to play in her new home, Persephone made up her mind: she would go with him. Hades had never been happier, and he said, "Come on, then, let's go." But Persephone paused. I can't leave yet. I have to say goodbye to my mum. But now Hades was starting to feel really ill from all the pain of walking in the world. I can't wait any longer. It hurts too much. We have to go now. Persephone really did not want to leave without saying goodbye to her mum. She also liked the idea of being a queen ever so much. So in the end, she said, "Okay, let's go." Of course, the sun saw all of this. When he next saw Demeter, he told her what had happened. Demeter was heartbroken. She had lost her love. She felt sad and angry and confused and sick all at the same time, and she stopped singing. Because Demeter knew that Zeus had let Hades marry Persephone, she was upset with him too. She stopped doing her job, and didn't move the clouds around the world any more. This meant that all the clouds began to fill up the sky, making it harder for the sun's beams to reach the ground. And that meant all the plants, like grapes, gooseberries, barley, and pomegranates, began to die. That was part one of the Dance of Persephone. To find out if Demeter ever sees her daughter Persephone again, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? 
all I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share Persephone's story with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before, even better, tell them to search for Fables and Fairy Tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And I hope to hear your story soon.